0: Hey friends, we're so glad that you've chosen to tune into this podcast from Revival Fires today. We pray that this message brings you closer to Jesus. We'd love to host you at our regular Sunday morning meetings, 10:30 a.m. in Dudley. Also check out our website for our upcoming events. We look forward to welcoming you to our next event. All right, here we go. Here is the message. Some years ago, um, somebody sent me a Christmas card and I must admit it was probably <laughs> it was probably one of the funniest humorous Christian uh, Christmas cards I'd ever received and on it there was uh, on the front there was the three wise men and um, and the one is saying to the other, "Are you sure they said Birmingham?" You know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I must admit, it still rings. it still brings a smile to my face when I think about it. I was trying to look for it this morning, I couldn't find it. I'd love to bring it to you, you know, because, <clears throat> see, the thing I want to talk to you about this morning is where are you? You see, here, turn to Matthew, can you, chapter 2? We're just going to bring out some things from these three people. They're called wise men, sages. Some people related them to the um, magicians of the day, the same as what was operating in Daniel's day, the same as what was operating in Pharaoh's day in Egypt and so here you can choose which one of those um, that you care to identify them as. But it talks here and it says that after Jesus was born in Ber- no, Bethlehem. <laughs> You'll never read that passage again, will you? Huh? You'll never read it in the same light. You know. Let's read it again. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who is born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. I want to stop there for a moment. We'll look at some of the others. But I want to stop there for a moment because every single one of us have embarked on certain journeys in our lives you know we have people here from ukraine embarked on a journey just maybe 10 months ago and are here now a journey which They never thought they would ever take, but there were certain things happening that caused them to make a journey. I was talking to someone yesterday, they're here as well this morning, and they made a journey from Nigeria to Dudley. Again, making journeys. Why? Because we're looking for something. You know, if we were looking at people traveling from Ukraine, they're looking for Peace. People looking, moving from Nigeria to, they're looking to enhance their life. All of those are good. And so for us today, we can learn a lot from this passage and we can glean things from them that will help us as we make our journey. And our journey is a journey of life. And so here, these three wise men. You know, they they have come probably a forty day journey, and now they have arrived in Judea. The thing is just from just think of this for a moment, and that is they had set out because they had seen something that was supernatural. That's the reason that they set out. They saw His star in the east. And so from that, they had moved all the way across a 40 day journey and they'd come into Judea, but something happened to them in Judea because they went from the realm of the supernatural into the realm of the natural. They went from the realm of the spiritual into the realm of the rational. And so how do you know that? Well, what happens here, you see, is that a king is usually going to be found in the capital city. Yes? Fact check. And so here, I said fact check, not fact check. Though some of us may, after Christmas, may need to actually do the fact check as well as the fact check. Okay? And, And so i I know, I just sort of slipped that one in for the benefit of those who need to do some checking okay and uh, and so here they are. they have moved from being guided by a star to now they want to draw information and they want to draw people together who they think knows a little bit more about the situation than them. And the thing is this, Jerusalem means the place of double peace. The reason it's named that is because the city sits within two major mountains and so it's looked upon as double peace. And and yet... It says that Jesus was going to be born in Bethlehem. Where's Bethlehem? It's the house of bread. And so here, you see, God always gives to us first our daily bread. Once we've got our daily bread, haven't you found that that sometimes you just find spiritually that you're satisfied and yet you're still in a place of unrest. You ever felt that? It's like you you know that Jesus is the one that meets your need. And yet while he is feeding you the bread of life, while he's feeding you the bread of his word, there can still be areas where we have lost our peace. Yeah. Have you ever been in that place? Yeah. And so for us, you see, we can want to concentrate on the peace but God wants us to concentrate on the bread of life. And so here, they go from this place. They go on this journey. They've reached their destination only to realize they're in the wrong place. Anybody ever done that? You know, you, you find yourself in a place and you realize that it's the wrong place. And um, I remember... Me and Chan was traveling, um, I think it was in South Africa, and there's lots of places in South Africa called Salem. And uh, we were going to one place called Salem, but when we got there, it was the wrong place. And so you realize that you have to reorder and reorientate your journey. I believe there's people here this morning and God is reorientating your journey. You see, it's not just a star. There's things that happen in our lives that cause our hearts to respond in certain ways. You know, we can call it a a feeling. Well, what's a feeling? Well, you go somewhere and, and you go to that place. And then what happens is while you're there, it can be in a place of worship like this morning. And you can sense a feeling inside of just being inspired. Something is lifting in you. And because of that, you make a journey to come another week. Most of us have done that here. And so there are those things that cause something in us to reorientate our lives. Anybody with me this morning? And so what happens is there's there's those things that You can't really put your finger on. It's not as if somebody says to you, well, what was it? You say, well, I I don't know what it was. But I just felt a peace. I, I just felt that there was something in the sound that people seemed to know why they were making the sound. And I say that about worship. And so... You know, all of these things that we have, that we, we come to a realization. And so these three men, which can be any of us this morning, is that we, we reach a destination. They came to Jerusalem. They're in the wrong place. You see, we've seen it on the advertising, location, location, location. Everything has to do with Location. Where is your location this morning? Because that is important. It's important because where God wants to move you to. And so whatever your location is this morning, what's brought you to this point? You see, supernatural means it's just outside of the control of my natural ability. So Let's put it like that. And so you find that certain things go on in your life. And what happens is it takes you out of that place where you're in control. Anybody like that this morning? And so you have to then, it's easy to start looking at people who you think may know more than you. See here they gathered the chief priests and the leaders and they started to inquire of them where Christ was to be born. But you see, the very fact that they came means that they've left one place and come to another. Sharon and I have um, lots of debates about here and there. So when, when you're here, you're not there, but when you're there, you're not here. So where are you? Are you here or are you there? See, the, the wise men, they came to there. And so then they were here. Here in this place. And yet, being here, they weren't there. Why? Because they were in the wrong place. And so this word, this word came, is an incredible word Because it says, when they came to Jerusalem, it means to walk, para, walk alongside knowledge and understanding. Now, they've got knowledge and understanding by the star. Because that's what they had been following. So they were walking together with the revelation that they'd received. See, and it's great to do that. But what happens is we reach a point because they must have thought a king of the Jews, most of the kings lived in Jerusalem, so therefore they deduced from what they knew that that's where the king must be born. Now, the thing is this, it was the wrong information. Because, and we can go and set out to do things on the the wrong premise. Any of you done that in your own lives? You've set out to do something and it's been just on the wrong premise. And so this Jesus who we're worshipping today, he's the one that we are focused on. And he is the one that we're coming to. But we need to come to the place where he is so that we can do what we have in our hearts to do and so here it's easy to move out of the realm of revelation into the place of information isn't it and so what happens is we start to tie all the little bits together And we then make a decision on all the information. And they realize that the information that they've got is wrong. Are you sure he said Birmingham? No, he didn't. Can you see? and and so for you this morning what it is what is it and what is the journey that you're on what is it that you're looking to discover and i'm not talking about now your job your business i'm not look, talking about your family all of those things i'm talking about what are you wanting to discover about this person who is called jesus christ You will call his name Jesus because he will save his people from their sin. One of the first revelations about who Jesus and what Jesus was going to do. Isn't that amazing? And so in the midst of all of this chaos, and we might touch on that a little later, amidst all the chaos, Jesus steps in. And he steps in, in order to remove that which has caused the chaos and the conflict in the human heart. Me and you. And with all of that, sickness, disease, fear of death, all of those things. And so here, what are your inner voice? Or the inner voices. What are the promptings that bring you here today? What are the promptings you're watching online? What are the promptings that caused you to get up this morning and click on to revival fire? Because there were promptings. There were things that were happening in here. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. Because it's out of our hearts that we usually our lives are guided by. And so, there's those. There are those inner voices. You know, it could be you're in a place, and I touched on it a moment ago, but it could be tears. You just, you're in a place, and particularly if you come to a church, you just come into that place, and you just find tears beginning to fall. And you think, I'm not a tearful person. What is these tears? See, there's an inner voice beginning to speak. And, and because we can't describe it because it's something going on inside us and we haven't usually met ourselves in those ways so what we do is we we don't know what it is so i don't know and that's what we say isn't it i don't know what's happening to me and so there can be tears you can be in a place where it's joy you just feel so uplifted but it's an inner And you can't put it down to anything. It's not as if, you know, your mortgage is being paid off. It's not as if your heating bill is being paid. All of those things. But you just find a joy. See, an inner voice that we're trying to understand. today. And these men had come to Jerusalem, but their inner voice wasn't resonating. Because they were in the wrong place. And so with that, in, in terms of this place that they got to, they began to inquire, where is he who is born King of the Jews? See, what is it you're looking for? What is it you're looking for in your life? You're looking for peace in your life? Let me tell you, the only way to get peace with God is through faith in Jesus Christ. That's a fact check. That's what the Bible says. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Can you see? So what are you looking for? could be healing. He is the healer. He came in order to destroy all the works of the devil. That is disease, sickness in all of its shapes and forms. But he came to destroy it. He came, the reason the Son of Man appeared, 1 John 5, uh, 3, verse 5, was to take away our sin. You read a few verses later, I think it's verse 8, and it says the reason the Son of Man appeared was that he might destroy the works of the devil so you may be here you may be watching online and it is that you have something that you need to see victory in you need to be in a place where you can overcome and these men were looking for who he who was king of the jews they wanted to know that messiah had come and if he had come and it's wonderful. This is the first Gentile leaders that had come looking for Jesus. That is people like me and you. Not part of the Jewish family. But here they were Gentiles. Do you know the last Gentile to confront, be confronted with Jesus was Pilate? Isn't that amazing? At his birth, there was a Gentile. And at his death there was a Gentile, confronted. And what were they saying? Again, the same words. (laughs) Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said, it's what you said. You said it, not me. See, he was giving him a bit of fact-checking. You said it, not me. And And they wrote an inscription. And the people said, no, don't say he is king. Say that he said. But that wasn't true. He was king of the Jews. And so all the time, you see, the scriptures are there so that we can fact check that what God says is true. You know, someone said, well, can you be absolutely sure? And, uh, and the thing is, we can. And, and because of that, there are certain things that are unchangeable. You know, if you want to know some absolutes, Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. That is an absolute. Whether we agree with it or not, it makes no difference to that statement. You know? And so for us, we come to a place. See, what are you looking for? Who are you looking for? What is it that you're wanting God to do in your life? And so, having moved out of the realm of revelation, they move into the rational and into the natural. See, the star was good enough to take them on a 40-day journey. And they get to within. Listen, do you know how long it takes you to walk from Jerusalem to Bethlehem, about two hours. I fact-checked it (laughs) on Google Maps. That's what it takes, about two hours. And we've driven, Sharon and I have driven past, looked into Bethlehem. We didn't go in because there was um, tension in the region and they wouldn't allow Westerners to go in but we've seen it from a distance and it just sits there this and it is a very little town and um and so here it takes about two hours but listen two hours on your journey and you're in the wrong place you may as well be 40 days away if you're in the wrong place because if you carry on your life based upon being in the wrong place you will only ever always end up in the wrong place And so God wants you to refocus this morning, using these men to help us to refocus, to get back into that realm of revelation, to get back into the realm of the supernatural so that we're no longer looking at our lives from the rational, from the natural, from the informational way of looking at life. We're looking at it totally different because to commit your life to Jesus Christ, let me tell you, in the natural, it is irrational. But in the spiritual, it is the greatest thing that you could ever do because it secures something in your life. And it's not that you just get a ticket to heaven. But it secures that you get a centering in your heart and in your life that can never be shifted. Because he's the same yesterday, today and forever. And so they say to him, we saw the star in the east and have come again. Different word to come. It means that they have arrived at a certain place. That they have been somewhere and they've moved to somewhere. And if you're here today, you've been somewhere and you've moved and you find yourself in Dudley. Or should we say this morning, you find yourself in Birmingham. Can you see? That God wants to meet with you. You see, even though you may lose focus, God doesn't lose his interest in you. And that's so good to know. And what do they do? They say to him, you're looking for the right person. But you're looking in the wrong place, because Malachi, uh, Micah, chapter five, verse two, it says there, "And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Ephrathah, are by no means the greatest, but out of you will come one who is born." Can you see, king? Out of you will be one born a ruler who will govern his people. And so, you see, the prophetic revelation, again, that's revelation. The prophetic revelation is able to minister into our present. So, whatever you're going through, I believe we need the prophetic revelation. See, whatever it is, whatever you're moving to, whatever your journey, whatever your destination, keep moving by revelation. Don't add up all of the situation and circumstance. There comes a time when it could lead you to the wrong place. But you move by revelation and then what happens is God actually owns the words that he's spoken to you. Jeremiah says in Jeremiah chapter 1, I am watching over my word, that there would be a performance of it. So when we're moving by revelation, God commits himself to you because he sees your faith in what he said. And because he sees your faith in what he said, he is prepared to lead you step by step. How does he do that? The inner voices. And you say, well, it makes no sense. I remember reading a book by Malcolm Gladwell, and he was talking about Blink, me and and Sharon. Sharon goes into a shop, and there's all of the racks of clothes and everything like that just take it going into Primark okay we don't go in there very often we have been in there once or twice I mean I just think it's a bizarre Um, and listen if you shop in Primark great I buy most of my clothes from Matalan and not Matalan from TK Maxx. it's cheaper I could afford more expensive clothes, but why pay more when you can get it for less? They ought to have me. They ought to have me advertising their stuff. You know, I've already done Birmingham. You know, now, I'm doing. I'm doing something else. You know. So, and, um, and and the thing is, and again, it's another bazaar. and. And so we go in, and Sharon wants a pair of um, some Polar Neck jumpers. That's what she wanted. And do you like my crew necks? <laughs> and uh, so we, we go in, and I, I sort of find a vantage point. <laughs> this is my idea. And I, I just scan round. There's the jumpers. I can see a polar neck, and Sharon's looking at this, looking at this. And I said, no, they're over. No, I want to just see them. I think they're over here. I said, no, they're over there. See, we're into the here, there. It's here. No, it's not. It's there. So when you get there, no, it's here. And, And so there's all this going on. See, this happens in our everyday life. No, I mean this. In our everyday life, we're making decisions... And so we, I scanned Ren. and I said, "Here, the, the, Sharon, the polar jumpers are over here. I said, look, if you don't like to shop with me, then you can go shopping on your own. Not out of any sense of being nasty, but if somebody doesn't like the way you shop, I mean, you are the bane of their lives, aren't you? So... So we, we look, we scan round, and I said, I cut out, I cut out 50, I can cut out 50% of your looking time. 90, that. I know that, Liz. I, I'm trying to convince myself of that thing, you know? And so we, we, I'm scanning round. Okay, there's none in here, let's go to the next shop. You know, so we're in and I get through the door, I'm looking through the door. <laughs> there they are. So I said, There they are, over there. So oh, but I want to look over no, you said you want polonecks. Polonecks aren't there, they're here. This happens. And some of, some of you men who don't go shopping with your wife, shame on you. You could have so much fun. You know? And so, do, 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 do. okay? And so Sharon buys three, because I say, no, they're not over there, love. They're, Sharon, no, they're not over there. That's where all the jeans and things, you're not looking for jeans, you're looking for polonex, polonex over here. No, those are the woolen ones. You said you didn't want a woolen neck because they're too hot when you're leading worship. See, I take all the information in. But you need this one because they're cotton and viscose and they're a lot easier. So here they are over here. So end of that story is this. We get home. She tries them on. And she says, don't they look great on me? I said, absolutely. You know, we did it together. Come on. So I said all of that. To say focus <laughs> if you get nothing more out of that story focus <laughs> cut out a lot of the voices that will speak to you so that you could focus getting back to Malcolm Gladwell because you thought I'd forgotten Malcolm Gladwell in his book writes blink we make so many decisions with the blink of an eye but then there's so many decisions, we don't, we're don't we not prepared to take the risk of the blink. And he says this. There was an a, um, art dealer in Christie's, and um, they were bringing some um, things to an auction, and they bring this um, porcelain figure um, from China. Um, they said from the, I think it was from the, is it the um, Ding Genesis, um, uh, the Ming dynasty and so they give it to him and he looks at these are his words he said I looked to it and um, I felt wobbly in my knees this is a an antique dealer he said I felt wobbly in my knees and I thought I was going to fall over and then I told the person this is a fake and he said, well, I've just paid three million pounds for it. He said, but it's fake. He said, how do you know? He said, my knees went wobbly. And <coughs> I began to flutter inside, and I knew it was fake. Blink. See, there are things that we know that aren't true, and there are things that we know that are true. And it's all it takes is for us to go on the inner voice in our hearts these three men they'd left, walked a journey of 40 days they'd come to a place where they were two hours away from their destination and they get to a point where they don't know where they are because they don't know whether what they set out for they're actually going to find until someone says to them, listen It's in Bethlehem where Christ is going to be born. And so they make a two-hour journey down to Bethlehem. And when they make this two-hour journey down to Bethlehem, you see, focus enabled them to get to the right location. Over this next few weeks my prayer for you is that you would refocus. That you would pick up afresh what God said to you. That is that here he said to these men, in Bethlehem there is a king who is going to be born. They lost focus, but God never loses His sight of you. We need to... That's called grace. He will always get you to the place that you need. No matter what you go through, you may think, Trevor, but I I just have fouled up so many times. Let me tell you, grace will get you back to the place that God wants you to be in. It is as simple as that. How does he do it? Sometimes... It's by that little feeling inside. You can't put it down to explanation. Somebody says to you, why Why are you doing that? I just feel I need to do it. And so because of that, your life is totally transformed. How good is God? How good is the God that we adore? See, this is what this story is all about. God getting us to the right location. And so, with that, you see, what is it? What is it for you and for me? See, we can easily be so mesmerized by the Christmas, the lights, how many have you got, what have you got? Looking down your street, if you look down our street, you see all the lights that are up now, and people have been spending their time putting them out. I mean, listen, it looks beautiful. You know, I have no problem with all of that, but it's a wrong focus. That's all. Once you put the right focus in place, then you see that that's just a byproduct of human reason. You know, because that's, that's not the light sticking a star. I think we've got a star up there somewhere. I think Nick put the star there. And he did a great job yesterday, Father Christmas. I've let, the, I've let the cat out of the bag now. All the kids will, I know they're in there. You know. but, he, but he did. But, he, but you see, it wasn't the star on top of a tree. It was a star that appeared. And, and for that reason, I mean, how many of you would follow a star? Huh? How many of you would do something that is so contrary to other People's rationale. That's the key. This is how we can use these things. How many of you would do something because God said something and it is totally opposed to other people's reasoning about what you should do with your life? Huh? Becoming a Christian is one, entering into a place of ministry is another. It's just not rational. I mean, look, are you thinking straight, you know? Are you thinking straight? Look at all these things that's going for you. You've got this, you've got your house, you've got your pension, you've got all of these things all lined up. You've got it all sorted. Why do this? It's because I saw something. And what I saw, I can only put down to God revealed his will to me and it was to leave here and to move to there because when i get there i will know the reason that i've taken this journey and here they they were the first gentiles it says we have come to worship him i mean what a desire There was something in them. You may be here this morning. The reason you're here is because you just want to join in the worship. You just want to join in the singing. You may be watching online. The reason that you click on is because you enjoy this worship. And you want to come and worship him as well. Listen, that here, that is a high, a high Expectation. And God never disappoints those types of expectations. And so for us, you know, today, and as we go into this time, see, what's the journey you're on? Keep your focus. I don't know what you're going through. I know that there are some people going through real challenges. But you see, we can go through challenges that nobody else sees. And just because somebody may be going through a physical challenge of health, someone else may be going through a physical challenge of an unseen. And I don't just put it down to mental health, but an unseen challenge. That can be an unseen challenge of insignificance. You just don't feel that you're significant. You just don't feel that you measure up. You wouldn't tell anybody that. And that's usually because there's some area that is unresolved. We've lost our way in some area. And God wants you to find him. In that place where you're lost. How do you find him? Prophetic. It's there. The prophetic enables us to be found in that situation. It's so important for us. You know, it's just wonderful how the prophetic has just moved to a new level in revival fires and the fellowship here. That's because God wants each one of us to come into all that he has for us. And so sometimes, they're not big, destiny-breathing words into our lives, but they can be, there can be a word that just nudges us. A word that we think it just resonates within us. And we think, that's it. That's what? That's it. That's the piece that was missing for me. Well, Well, what is it that was missing for you? I can't explain it. But when I heard those words, something in me blinked. And I knew. I just felt a wobbling. I just felt lightheaded. And I knew. I knew I was on the right track. That's what this ought to be about. As we go through these next few weeks, refocus. Look at your location. Because your location now is not where God wants you. You're here, but God wants you there. Where's there? Bethlehem. The house of bread. That's where he wants you. And so... As we come, see, there's an importance. Just jotted this down. Make your journey on the basis of supernatural signs. How does that come? It may be a visible sign that God shows you. It could be an internal feeling that God activates in you. It could be a word, a prophetic word that God speaks to you. It could be a passage of scripture that as you read it, you know that was what you were called to. And so for us today, as we move into this time, and it says here, let's just read it just so that you can get the location. We've looked at the focus, the location And they said, in Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem in the land of Judah, are by no means least amongst the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly, found them at the exact time. Don't you like that? The exact time the star had appeared that word appeared is fanaro, a like a phantom, like a, a cloud, like a, a wisp running through the sky. And it says, where is it? The exact time that he appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go, make careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so I too may come and worship him fact check it wasn't to worship it was to kill him can you see we have to keep fact checking things so that we don't get mesmerized by the words of other people who think you may think that they're for you when they're actually against you it's so powerful this so powerful And it says, and when they heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. So they've gone from there to here to the place where he was. And it's at that place their journey's end. And they gave their, offered their gifts to him. And so, you know, as we, as we just come to just closing this um, today, what's your intention? Have you got that focus, location, intention? See, there's always something that needs to be done. See, there's a sense that we came... But that's one thing. See, you can come, but what did you come for? And it's so easy to say, oh, well, I'm here. But what are you here for? See, they came, and the reason they came, the object of their coming was worship. That was it. What did they want to do? They wanted to bow down before this one who was king of the Jews. They wanted to bow down to him who had appeared to take away their sin. And listen, when you look at sin, don't look at it in some gross misconduct in all of those things. Look at sin as missing what God has for your life. So, missing the mark, the archer, takes his bow, aims it at the target. A little bit like Harry Kane last night. You wondered when I was going to bring it in, didn't you? You really wondered that one. And so here, he runs up, and just like the archer, it falls short or It goes over the top. And the rest of it is history. Missed the mark. That's all it was. Was it a huge sin? Well, probably for some of the supporters of England, it was an unforgivable miss. But I hope this morning he finds comfort in the fact that we all make mistakes. Some are just a little bit more public than others, you know. But let me just clarify that. Before God, they're all observed. That's why we need his grace. And, And so here, what's your intention? See, they came to worship. They came to kneel down before him. See, the one who left heaven to come to earth. In all his humility, now the first people that come to him are ones that want to bow down. May this be a time where we bow down afresh to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. May this be a time when we refocus our lives and in refocusing our lives, God gets us to the exact place, the set time where we should all live. So that we might seek him. See, it's the same here. Paul said it in Acts 17 when he said, from one man he made every tribe of people and he set the exact times and the set, place, the set times in the exact places where they shall all live. See, God's determined things. He's determined you're there, and he's determined you're here. Isn't that awesome? I mean, it is awesome. So our <laughs> lives are not like, you know, leaves blown in the wind and just falling anywhere or anywhere. You know, but our lives have real meaning and purpose so that we get to the place. And as we get to that place, that we realize it is for him and him alone. And God wants to just cause your life to become refocused. This morning, you know, as I was just thinking, saying, God, what is it that you want to do today? It's very sad. There are those who have a loss of focus. And there are those who are in the wrong location. You don't know how you got there. Listen, it's okay. We don't have to go through and unwrap everything to try and find out how we got where we are. Sometimes it's good enough to say to God, God, I don't know how I got to this place, but now I'm in it, Would you help me refocus? Thanks for listening. Stay connected, be resourced and equipped by subscribing to our YouTube channel, our podcast channel, and following us on social media at Revival Fires on Instagram and Facebook. If you've been impacted by this ministry, why don't you consider investing and sowing a gift? Visit our website for details on how to give.